So we're ready? Steady. Let's do it. Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we didn't forget about Dre. Oh, wait, we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. like you if you want to support this podcast this wonderful group of people that come on here every week and talk so you can listen i don't know why you're listening but we're proud that you are um go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can give us money and we'll keep talking even more and we'll talk to you personally you can join our chat group if you give over a certain amount uh we get you the episode early uh yeah that's pretty much it right now um you get awesome stories from diaz you get to hear about Terry Lee Bolton a lot. You, I mean, that's what's going on this week in the chat room. The chat room's a good place. It, it's a safe place. No, it's for not. When I, only when Tom's <laughs> logged on is it not a safe place. No, I mean, we're all pretty mean to each other, but that's part of the bonding experience. No, I mean, we got, <laughs> you got, it's a, it's a great place for the, hey, should I buy this deal? That That's a common occurrence. We, we support each other in that way. Um, oh, for sure. It's a great place to share Neil Young memes until long past they're funny. Oh, I know that was, I know who that is. Uh, oh, it's a great place for Will to come in in four weeks after something happened and be like, hey, did you guys hear about that? Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Where have you been? Oh, yeah, I don't do social media. Will Will doesn't do social media except for Messenger. So that's how he gets his news. I might go back to that at some point. Yeah, honestly, I haven't. Right now, my time spent on Facebook is usually me just posting stupid stuff that entertains me. Yeah, so that's, that's all that matters, right? I mean, it. What matters is you being happy. Does it? Does it bring you joy? Oh yeah. Then do it. You know what else brings me joy? Talking about what's new, Scott. What's new with you, bud? Uh, I got some new pickups. Ooh, from who? Righteous Sound. I've heard pretty good things about them. Yeah, so I have a guitar being made with some Righteous Sound pickups in it. Uh, oh, so yeah. I've, been, I've been long watching uh, for deals on them, and I found one. Um, so I jumped on it. And so I got a set of Monty pickups from them, which is not the same pickups that are going in my uh, guitar. So um, I've had an extra P90 pickguard for a while just laying around for um, my Titan. So... Um, I'll probably throw them in there. I got some, I just got some knobs and actually I don't have knobs yet. Those are still coming, but I got a four way switch. I've got the pots for it. Um, I probably have a capacitor laying around. Oops. My battery is falling off the shelf. Um, so yeah, I'll probably wire that up at some point. I, I, I just, I'm trying to figure out the mounting situation with the pickup. And oh, I thought you said mounty. I was like, we're not Canadian, bud. I'm no, here. no. Soon I won't have to deal with as many Canadian things. Soon. Yeah. What? So what is the mounty situation right now? Anyways, uh, I'm not talking about that yet. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm exploring so my new opportunities. I'm going to That's... be okay. I just, I haven't made a final decision Scott, about which way. Scott. I'm going. Scott, yeah, it's, it's not your fault. 
No, it kind of is my fault, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scott, Scott, it, it's kind of your fault. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we don't, we don't just give blind support. We're going to tell you when you messed up. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, it's more just a lot of things. It's, it's not yeah, like one no. thing. So it's just like, Hey, it's Stump time for, cra- it's time for a new job. You know what they say? It's okay. Shit happens. Yeah. That's pretty much it. No, All I, right. I'm glad I was exploring opportunities before mm-hmm. we had that talk so yeah i mean well i think i'm gonna be okay and that's part why i didn't fight to keep things open and we're just gonna move on i hope none of my clients listen to this i doubt they do they they're probably actually we should be announcing stuff by wednesday so it's probably okay as long as i don't accidentally release this episode early too oh my gosh um uh, yeah by the way scott's the one who releases the episodes early on accident it is not diaz messing dude up i filled once. out the scheduler made double check the date double check the time and hit schedule and it's still just podbean sometimes just releases stuff man i mean every once in a while it's just a premature evacuator you know that's it just gets out there before we plan yeah on. i mean i'm glad we were able to jump all over that uh oh yeah so we hi- we sent out that um like the highlight clip <gasps> kind of thing oh yeah was engagement pretty good on that? I, this is like something uh, we should be talking on about af- off air, but um, not really. But we had we've had the biggest downloaded uh month. This is our biggest month for downloads so far, and we're only halfway through. And it was that Monday too. We had like four hundred downloads in one day. Yeah, the, Which it, it, no, it, it we, winds up just being like, did just two people click download all? Is that basically what happened? Yes. Okay. Well, and, and you know what? Here's another Could have just been one person, actually, because we had we had enough <sighs> listeners on that episode to think, justify about half of those. Right. Well, we well, no, I I checked. There was a lot of back. Listen, if you're if you're listening to us for the first time, we keep our entire back catalog up. So you guys, it's really cool because I mean, well, we this, do now. Pod, did we not? No, we didn't. So for a little bit there, uh, oh. our initial episodes weren't online um like we we had like max 50 or something like that and then i changed some settings yeah yeah no so like uh that's a good thing because it's really cool because this this up this podcast while we have had consistency i mean scott and i have been on it since the beginning um we've had some fluctuation uh we've had uh some people leave take people take breaks stuff like that and it's really cool just to see um we've we've kept the same format for pretty much most of the podcast literally been copying and pasting the g sheet that i made 192 episodes ago <laughs> <laughs> i mean but it's it's really cool also to hear i mean we went from having we started off with with okay quality i mean we really hit the ground running with a good format and everything that we stole and um we uh have just kind of done our thing and, and it's really cool so if you want to help out our downloads you can go download the entire back catalog if you've got one of those one terabyte phones you just have fun um oh oh i didn't talk i actually have a what's new this week Oh, do you? Yes. So um, I had a Zoom H6 that I uh, put up for trade. It's really one of those things. Those those hand you know the handheld recorders, they're kind of tough to sell. Um, it's it's a niche thing, and you're not around people, right? Like so the, the put... H6 is a great throw it on top of like a video recording rig mm-hmm. yeah. and get like two or three four channels off of it kind you, of a thing you can get up to six i i, I bought the cap yeah. the capsule to get six xlrs it's got an xy but i ended up uh trading that for a blue sky v2 um 
or I guess 1.5. I don't know. It, it's got the soft switches, so it doesn't have the hard click switches, which I was pretty excited about. Um, but of course, one of the capsules uh, apparently doesn't work, and it's the one the guy actually wanted. So I'm gonna have to help pay to get that replaced. Um, so that's loads of fun. But uh, luckily, the guy's been pretty cool about it. I tried to help troubleshoot with him. Uh, it's pretty much just got like a whole bunch of noise, and it's it's a capsule I didn't use. It was the XY capsule. Well, I mean. So, like, the the thing with a lot of those is like people don't realize how much just ambient noise there actually is no this was bad he sent me the clip okay because because you generate you throw compression and you bump the gain up yeah, and suddenly you're like whoa no. why is it so noisy in here and it's like oh it's no cause... it was it was it was terribly bad yeah. so and honestly worst case scenario he gets the other capsule it sounds the exact same and he's like oh maybe it sounds like crap um but at that point i'll be like well sorry but I'm, I'm going to be nice and do the right thing. I mean, I could have. I mean, I met the guy freaking. I drove an hour and 15 minutes to meet the guy. I honestly could have just blocked him and called it. But eh, I don't I, I'd hate if that happened to me. So I'm not going to do that to somebody. Um, I always have this weird thing when I sell people gear where like there's a part of me that kind of like I, I, I like helping people, mm -hmm. especially like helping people navigate stuff. And like, yeah, but there's like I hit a limit right so like so, I, I have no problem helping somebody figure out how to use a computer i actually enjoy that but when they just mm -hmm. keep pestering you with questions and you're like well get the hell away from me so there's like always this weird back what What's that? <laughs> <laughs> sorry all right whatever um <laughs> no i was I, I literally was just kidding because i i i'm really horrible with computers like i'm not horrible but like when it comes to like audio stuff on computers and like you guys are like rerouting this doing all this i like as soon as you start talking that my brain just shuts down i'm just staring i'm like okay you mean like how i couldn't get pro tools working today and i was like talking through what i was doing on ableton to try to see if i can make ableton record i wasn't listening at all i was on my phone looking at TikToks. so well i mean if i abandoned pro tools i could save a couple bucks a month anyway um or oh, start on, making we, the podcast pay for it how about i mean i don't care uh, how about we start talking about gear news and start going down this list sure it is we're recording on valentine's day and i'm going to the cracker barrel for valentine's day yeah boy yeah you know actually before we dive into this but it's semi-related i think pizza places on valentine's day should offer a if you can demonstrate that it's just for you we're going to give you a large pizza for the price of a medium deal no. or something like that. No, no, it doesn't know because you, you know how much discounts they'd have to do. Also, don't forget. I ran pizza places for years. Um, Valentine's day is a very busy day. Not for couples. Yeah. That's why I, I mean, no. Yeah. So they like, over so half I, I want to go eat my be... feelings and yeah. where's the best place to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? eat a whole pizza by yourself while crying. Still might. I have a frozen pizza in the freeze. Oh, dude, how do you have a frozen pizza and you live in Chicago? I'm pr pretty sure you I probably went to walk the grocery out store. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what you can't get at a grocery store? Bigger pedal slice of pie fuzz. Hey, uh, the, the pedal that we were talking about for a few weeks there. Um, yeah. So, Bigger Pedals came out with this with uh, Blake from the Tone Mob podcast. And uh, this is really cool. Um, one of the all right, funny story. So there's a group on Facebook. If you don't know about it, it's called Pedal Boards of Doom. I suggest joining it so that way your blood pressure can escalate probably about you know ten 
I don't know how we rate blood pressure, but you're, it's going up at least 10 because uh, that place is crazy. So someone went on there and complained. I hate when a pedal releases and all the uh, YouTube channels release videos on the same day and they're all doing the same thing and they're wearing a chef's hat. I just put on there. It's called marketing, sweetie. <laughs> The gosh, sweetie really sold it, sold it for me. Oh I mean, my gosh, <laughs> it's called marketing, sweetie. It's, it's, I just I kind of went Phyllis. Like and, you got a lot to learn about this town, sweetie. You know what's kind of funny is like I only really saw two or three. No, then, I, I, I would say there's three YouTubers that I definitely saw. There and was there was definitely a few, but this is really there were thirty six. They, they went all thirty four out. They did 34 um, different influencers that got them. So I know like Working Class Music got one, Get Offset got one, 60 Cycle Hum got one, Tone Mob obviously got one. I'm trying oh, to think yeah. of the other ones I saw. Um, I don't know. We did not, not really. get one. Uh, well, we're we're gonna get one. Well, one my, of us is gonna get one. My, mine shipped this morning, it. but or today, yeah. but yeah. What's 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 your L number? Is it? Okay, so fun story. Since you know we know Grant personally um i get i i'm on the patreon group of tone mobs so i got the early access through the email i got up and wednesday morning i'm in bed i see the email i open it up i order the pedal because it's grant and i'm gonna i like i love these pedals and honestly i love big muffs so like this is perfect for me um uh so i open up and he calls me and he says hey which serial number do you want and i was like so number one's available and he's like no I keep number one of every pedal. So every so no one's gonna have the number one. It's gonna be Grant's. Uh which respect. That's a that's a, another cool thing that you can do. Um mm-hmm. so he's like, but sixty nine and four twenty are available. So <laughs> Oh f- dude, four twenties I wonder I but, doubt four. But four twenty is not for me, dude. I know. No, that's what I was I I can't I don't have the money to buy one right now, or else I'd totally buy four twenty yeah. if it was still available. So anyway, let's let's talk a little bit. So that's I I'm I'm I think I'm getting number 69. All right. So this is, I'm guessing, a muff fuzz. It's a big muff fuzz. Yes. It's high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, this it is, sounds phenomenal. This is done in collaboration with Mythos Pedals and mm-hmm. um, Root Tech. Uh, who is the guy at Mythos? What's his name? Oh. I was I so prepared remember. to answer Jesse because that's Root Tech. But um, no. Zach Broyles. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure I've met him a few times. Yes. Uh, oh, he was over there whenever I went. He he swung by and grabbed some parts whenever I was in Nashville. Yeah. Last. Yeah. Um. So it, it's cool seeing a collaboration of folks yeah. in Nashville all kind of contributing towards this pedal. Uh, the form factor is fun. It's a triangle, but it's not bent steel triangle the way like the uh, Legends of Fuzz from JHSR. So this will be more solid. Right. Um, and it's got pizza art on it, which was kind of fun because they did that. They did that little run a few, like, I don't know, about a year ago. Does it come with the toppings? Uh, no, you could either get a cheese or a pepperoni version. No, but I saw Grant cutting out. Grant did a video of him cutting out magnetic pizza toppings. Oh, I don't know. Because there is the red pepper pizza packet that comes in the box. Right. So maybe that's what they are. Um, and it's fun because it comes in this whole, like, pizza-themed box and everything else. So yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's fantastic. It's got a menu. Is that the is that the uh, yeah. instructions? Oh, the is other the fun part is uh, I I sent Blake a, 
uh, kind of knocking him on. I was like, oh, so you, you decided to go with the superior format of pizza because it's an inch thick. So it looks like a slice of deep dish pizza. It's not. I know. But I it's just, not. I like thinking that. Yeah, of course you do. Isn't a big thing with Chicago, though, is the cheese is under the sauce, too? Or is that just some uh, Depends on the place, but yeah. Okay. I'll be honest, though. I really do want to try Chicago pizza in Chicago. Yeah, man. Like, that's I mean, like, definitely any, something Anytime on, you come up list. here, that will be on the list of things we do. I've actually, like, you know, I've been thinking about this. I, I One of the things I want to do when... Um, I settle into the new job is I'm going to finally buy a new couch. And I was thinking about putting his, buying a sleeper sofa instead. So yeah, when the time comes, that would, you know, I have, I have the air mattress. So you could always come crash here, but yeah. Yeah. You're just not sounds... allowed to stay for like three weeks. <laughs> Never mind. I'm about to say I got vacation coming up. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. I'd have to, I honestly, a Chicago trip would be pretty cool. I'd like to go to CME and like, I'd, I'd I don't that's know what all that's a hop and a skip away from my house. So, yeah, I don't know. I'd like I I would like to check out Chicago at some point. I've never never been that way. So, what what yeah. you should do is you should check it. You should see when there's a band that you like is playing. Yeah. So like that gives you like the big reason why, and then we'll right. we'll build some stuff around that on a weekend. Oh, all right. All we'll get right. we'll go get pizza. Yeah. We're we're planning a fun time. All I don't I don't think Chicago got... hot dogs are that important to talk about, but. I, well, I anyway. probably want a Chicago hot dog just like to have a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I mean, I, I'll take you to a place that does them, but I'll also tell you, no, what Chicagoans actually eat are these uh, ground beef sandwiches. Not ground beef, like a, they're like a cheesesteak, but they're not cheesesteak. Like chip beef? It's it's round, it's sliced round, and it's it's so it's okay. cooked in a gravy, and then you pour the gravy hmm. over the bun. Oh, it, that sounds good. It's, we just call them Italian beef, so. Oh, I mean, is it kind of like a? It's like a French like dip, a, but it's not a French dip either. That's what I was gonna say, like a French dip, but with gravy instead of au jus. Well, au jus is gravy. Okay, but I'm think when I think gravy, I think like you're thinking thick. like Thanksgiving gravy, aren't you? Yeah, like a thick brown. gravy. No, this is like a, a a juicy gravy. Okay, so close to au jus. Yeah. So like a French dip, just you you don't dip, you just it's smothered. Well, so you can get them dipped. Okay. Or you can get them. Yeah, there's different ways you can get them. Anyway, we're, if we're you're really hungry and you're like, listening. If you're hungry and listening to this podcast, I'm really sorry because I'm hungry right now, and that's why we're stuck on food. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> right actually, now, so I've got this new place by me called Fat Shack, and I think it's uh, a chain. I will send Fat you this Shack? menu. Please do. All right, I'll look at it after the podcast because we got to move on. Uh, so the uh, slice of pie, I'm sure they have some, and I know that they're even talking about possibly making it either doing another run or hopefully making it more consistent 199 right yeah plus tax and shipping yeah i mean they're building them to suit so i mean if you want one jump on the order train now before they discontinue but yeah um it's not like there's only 200 and you can't get more right so um, it, it didn't sell out it it's still going well uh Speaking of still going, Old Blood Noise Endeavors upgrades the XSV2 distorting modulator with more controls in a smaller enclosure. All right, so uh, we do love some Old Blood. Um, so this is a distortion chorus, and what else is it in there? Um, distortion pedal with chorus and modulation. 
I mean, this going down to like, a single size enclosure is a big deal. Yes. This used to be a big pedal. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and you know what? I, I always love Old Blood the designs on them. The art on their pedals are just unlike any other. Well, I, you look at an Old Blood pedal and you know it's an Old Blood pedal. Yeah, and I mean, I'm a fan of Old Blood. I, I have multiple. Do I, have I multiple? still want I still the, the Revere. What's the one I want? Uh, I don't the, know, man. There's a bunch you want. You want the Dweller, the, right? The Phaser. The Phaser the with delay. the delay in it? Yes. Yeah, it's the Dweller. Yeah. I keep thinking about buying one, and I don't. I also want the Alpha Haunt with the sliders. Yes. that That's on my list. Um, I, I also want to grab a Minim, and I want to compare it to my Revere, because it's kind of like the okay. updated version. But right. it, that is one of my favorite pedals, because it does something really kind of unique. The the reverse well, reverb. Yeah, and they've got just amazing. They do oh, so much flat light. That's the one I'm thinking of. Flat light. That's the flanger, right? Yeah, that's that. That's a real fun pedal. Yeah. So this is a distorting modulator. It is two hundred and nine dollars. Um, it's one hundred. I mean, it's really great. Old blood pedals are one of those things that you play them and they inspire you because mm -hmm. they are un. They're taking multiple things a lot of the time not every time but they're taking multiple things shoving them in a box and making cool noises and you play it and you're like oh and then you start like making up riffs or you start coming up with something or and you're just changing a sound that you're it's close to what you're used to but it's just different and it stands out yeah. so shout out to old blood of and, and that's the thing too they've always done their own thing it seems like they've always put out something that is cool and just different they don't follow they don't follow the good old one plus one equals two they no i mean everything they do i i always explain them as they have very usable effects that get into the weird and out there but at a level that you're still okay with it yeah whereas like oh. a lot of, like like let's say a boss pedal kind of has like it's usable range and it yeah. doesn't get extreme or weird these get extreme and weird but like they're still tameable yeah it's like i don't know you just gotta play them um so another thing that is really cool ion effects releases six circuits for diy stomp box enthusiasts yeah which is already a they already have a massive line of diy effects um yeah. and what i so I, I i've been a fan of these guys for a while i met the owner at a guitar show here um in chicago and bought their tube screamer kit the mm -hmm. i forgot the name of it but it's their tube screamer um i know another one of our favorite builders actually started doing a few of his boards uh our electromotive will sometimes build kits out for people with mods off of his kits yep. um so like there has been a clon based off of his stuff yeah. um he has a great branding he has a great his kits are actually really easy to follow compared to a lot of other brands that are out there. Um, and they're pretty affordable and they let you kind of pick your range of how, how deep do I want to go? So he'll sell you the whole kit with all the parts or he'll say, here's the board, go find the parts. Yep. And there's kind of everything in between. So the kits are available now um, from $12 for the PCB and $74 for all inclusive enclosure plus components. So, I mean, $74 is, and number one, these cases, I'm guessing it comes with the case as well. Is that what I said? Yeah. Enclosure, uh, the, the enclosures, 
they look great. They're very clean. They're very, uh, they're just classy looking. There's nothing crazy. Just, uh, this is, I mean, $74. If I knew how to solder well, I would definitely do this. I think you know how to solder well enough to actually do it. Uh, well, I need to get a new soldering iron. I oh. think I lost mine. I lost mine in the, the divorce. So, yeah so what so what circuits are there there's a there's an arbiter fuzz there's a tone bender um which if, if you were to build a this. kit for the first time those would be the first two to do they're really simple circuits yep um so let's see a are, there, are there some zvex copies clones in here too not sure uh so this is a solo sound uh tone bender mark ii professional uh, you've got the Tone Bender Mark III. You've got uh, 60s uh, Fuzz Face. Um, you've got uh, Germanium Boost. And there's uh, Zvex. Let's see, my classics. So you've got the flare fuzz machine is the in the style of the fuzz factory, a germanium silicon hybrid, um, and then the penumbra base fuzz replicates replicates the low end silicone fuzz of the woolly mammoth and mastertron units. There we go. And then you've got um, that was it. That was all of them. <laughs> so you've got a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Oh man, oh, I kind of. I would want to get one of these. I think that would be. You think the, you think the podcast could buy one and make and, and watch me try to build this and then laugh? <laughs> I mean, if you actually recorded it, uh, that's reasonable content. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I could. We would have to. We could. We could put that as part of the Chicago trip. Is we is you trying to tell me how to put together a fuzz? I feel like I'd be like the person, you know, the the picture that everyone, the stock photo that goes around of the woman holding the soldering iron wrong. I feel like that's what. Isn't that doing. Sean Wright? Oh, he he likes to share it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's not him. Oh, it's not him holding it. No. Oh, all right. Oh, the other um, one. I, I, there's a there's a photo that he always shares where it's there's it's just it's a man's hand just holding it. It's not oh, it's not oh, the that... like stock photo of like yeah I, i've seen no, that one yeah i know which one you're referring yeah, to yeah i think he i think he replicated the stock photo and like was being funny with it yeah but yeah uh, um, and pretty cool too so if you haven't heard about these guys and you're looking to try something i wholeheartedly yeah. endorse them and they have 22 different kits on their website they got a flanger um i need a flanger feel like that'd be a lot I am of work. not seeing it. Yeah. But oh, we didn't even talk about what Oh no, I did say I got the blue sky. Okay, sorry. I thought I was I We so talked we a lot about that you you trading that thing, so. I know, but we didn't I didn't I couldn't remember actually say what I got. Yeah. All right, never mind. Distraction. All right. Um So you you're almost getting the strifecta together with the the lower line. I yeah, kind of. Um so I've got on my board now I've got the Flint, the Blue Sky, and the Volante. So. Is the Volante in the, like, all those other pedals, are they the same size, like, depth? Uh, uh yes. 
So like they, they, they like stack next to each other cleanly. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, but I don't, I can't do that. I don't like that. My feet are too fat and I'll hit two switches at the same time. I'm mm. not coordinated. Enough. Yeah. You need, you need the right shoes. Yeah. I, I prefer not wearing shoes and I just tap with my big toe. Ah, see, there you go. Um, I got monkey feet. I think actually you, you have the opposite. What are you talking about? Monkeys can like grab stuff with their toes and things. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying so your foot's too big to do stuff like you're not well it, with shoes i said i'd rather be like barefoot and i could use my big toe gotcha like, i can twist knobs with my toes and all that well why don't you go like all like 2010 and get those uh toe shoes remember those things yeah i own a pair of them you still own a pair of them i mean i haven't thrown them away since i bought them i mean I went, do you wear do i went wear running them? in them a few times back when i went running a lot and it helped me rehab <sighs> my ankle yeah because it, it got me to stop running on my heels okay all right let's get moving moving on dark Lights electronics unveils the smartphone controllable exponent 500 it's most advanced base amp yet okay. this thing is tiny is it i didn't i can't it, see it, it looks like a mac mini oh my gosh really it's a thousand dollars let's start there um, I believe it's 500 solid state watts. I would assume so. It's only $1,000. Um, That's nice. Controlled with a smartphone. Has 22 available effects. Onboard presets to recall them. Um, USB for updating firmware. An yep. effects loop. And a headphone out. Oh, the headphone out would be great, too. Yeah, this... I mean, Dark Glass kills it. I mean... I wish... Can you play music through it? That'd be great. I think there's an aux port, isn't there? Well, I meant like through Bluetooth, kind of oh. like how like the um, Boss Airs, Airs can do. Yeah, I think there's another brand that can do that now. I'm trying to remember it. Um, you can recall presets via Bluetooth. That's cool. Uh, XLR outs, MIDI, headphone Did out. You set up a Bluetooth a Bluetooth foot switch like the Waza Airs. Oh, I don't know. That's Bluetooth MIDI. Uh, i don't know but as far as simple i mean this will fit in your bag yeah so heavy if you're is. probably not that bad well i'm mean, yeah no but I, I i feel like it looks like one of those things that's going to be small but it's going to be uh oh. sturdy <laughs> it's got that vibe um it i mean it's got an active vent on it it is 1.65 okay. kilograms, so it's between three and four pounds. That's not bad. You know what this reminds me of? Like a better version of the, what was that, the little crate? The, Kylo, shut up. No one's there. The the crate head that was like that, you threw it in the bag. I don't um, remember that. The power block. The the Yeah, the crate oh, power Oh, yeah. Block. I remember in, like Quilter made something like that too, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Quilter's always done uh, like kind of portable because that was like one of their big things too. Was they're very small; they weren't huge heads. Okay, you want to you want to know another really cool thing about this? So What's all that? those knobs, if you look at them, they're just labeled A, B, C, D, and E. You can change what they are. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So they can start out as an EQ, but you can just lock them in as an EQ. <laughs> uh, you can lock in your EQ and change it in the app. So like that could be like your your like delay time or whatever yeah oh, 
This thing's cool. I wish guitar stuff had more stuff like this. Yeah, yeah but then they'd be like, it's, 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 it's not tubes. <laughs> I mean, so Dark Glass and Neural are like the same parent company. So okay. I'm already using something kind of like that. But like, I wonder when they're going to do a quad cortex like head. Well, if this could just send a clean audio, this actually would be a nice pairing. If Well, it's not stereo, but anyway, something like that. Yeah. I think there's going to be a quad cortex rack before there's a quad cortex head, by the way. Yeah. But, but I, I wish they'd come. I wish Kemper would come out with a stomp size. Yeah, we awesome. all do. Yeah. Do you think that Kemper will be able, do you think Kemper's going to come after the quad cortex? So the Kemper's like 10 years old at this point, but they're still developing right. on it. Right. So like they added Wi-Fi. Uh -huh. controls to it i don't know a couple months ago they're still they, they revamped the drives and they have such a like here's the thing kemper is a mature platform that has tons and tons of profiles at this point that all sound really good right um whereas that like everyone the the whole marketplace for the quad cortex is still very 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 new um and they're just the players aren't very established yet um, not to say like, I mean, like Embrit and Tone Junkies and all those guys are just, they're waiting to, so that they can monetize their stuff. Um, in my humble opinion, I think the quad cortex is easier to use and sounds better than the Kemper. So that's the big thing. And I don't find the Kemper stage terribly intuitive. So I think it would have to be a ground up thing. And I, I, I hate to say it. I don't think the Kemper is going to be updated anytime quickly oh yeah all right um well let's keep moving do we want to talk about this next or we want to talk about the other things let's talk about the rumor first yeah all right so roly is uh teasing that the seaboard mpe controller is coming back soon and re-engineered so it was a real big deal a few months back when um ableton announced mbe um support in its new version mpe what, sorry what does mpe stand for i don't for? recall what it stands for but it's basically um middle notes in midi okay so not not full on okay so it's it's micro pitches yeah actually it, it might be micro pitch might be what it micro pitch expression controller or something, something like, like that, that yeah so because the first seaboard if you remember was actually you could slide between the notes, but it didn't really have that great of MIDI control. Yeah, so uh, MIDI polyphonic expression is hey, what it there stands we go. for. Um, yeah, it, the thing about when when the the Rolly stuff started roll, rolling out, <laughs> rolling out. Sorry, uh, it was it was cool. It was nifty, but. Um, so I, I'm not familiar with, I'm guessing there's issues with using it on MIDI controllers and stuff like that, um, due to, you know, MPE or whatever, but, uh, it seemed, oh, there was a, there's a lot of people who said they had issues like kind of getting used to it. It'd be definitely one of those things you'd have to get used to, but they were, they're so expensive. Oh, I mean, it's like which, playing a fretless guitar. You got, you got to get used to like, you actually have to hit the exact note now. But are you going to spend, the thing is, are you going to spend two grand and learn it? You know what I mean? Were they that expensive, really? 
if I remember correctly, there are a few grand. I thought they came I, up with a cheaper one, but they might have. Um, I haven't followed the company that well to give you an informed, uh, just you know, analysis on that. But they always seem like they're kind of expensive for. Um, I'm not saying that they were overpriced. I'm just saying for a new technology that people are going to have to learn and get used to, it definitely was expensive. Um, I don't, and uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things that seem more uh, kind of gimmicky than it was more practical. So I, I really think there's a place the the blocks is more, it's like entry point where mm -hmm. it, it's got like an octave or two. It's not right. a full size board. That's the trick. Right. I mean, that came in at like two ninety nine. Okay. Because the whole block series is actually pretty affordable. Okay. Well, like I said, I did. I don't know enough. But yeah, they uh, they're definitely. I don't know. I I don't. I really. I'm not in that world enough to make a really good like analysis of it or decision. Yeah. You know how I feel about it. I I think it's really cool. Um. It's definitely something that, okay. First launched in 2013, the Seaboard is an MPE controller that replaces standard piano keys with squishy ones. Although it received considerable attention and was even featured in Hollywood blockbuster La La Land, this was a niche product that came in at a high price point. Smaller and more affordable versions followed, the Seaboard Rise and the Seaboard Block, but it felt like the product never quite got the mainstream take up that Rolly was hoping for. Yeah. So the, the, the since the block have can run on the block can also run on Bluetooth. Okay. Because the whole block's line can. They also because I have the I have the light pad from them that okay. can do like it's it's just a it's a touch pad and it, with lights in it and so you can divide it into blocks and however you can make it like a five by five grid or you can make it like a four by four, you know, all that. Um that was all Bluetooth MIDI. So um, at 300 bucks, I can see someone who has like an Ableton rig alive, like they're running Omnisphere yeah. or something like that. Um, by having a two octave little thing there, lets them do expressive stuff there and then come back to their like Nord or whatever else they're running, right? Like, right. That, using it as like kind setup. of a, yeah, kind of using it as like an auxiliary item and not so much an actual like main focus of the rig. Yeah, and use it for like solos and stuff, like single note lines. So you could do slides and glissandos and whatever else you need. Or it would be really great for ambient stuff on the side too, because you can yeah. get, you can get that little pitch shift going on without using the you know a pitch shifter on the keyboard. I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, and also I believe it also it re reacts to pressure, so you can get quieter and softer, but just by pressing harder and stuff like that. And that's really cool. Um, so we'll see what they're going to come up with, and and it's really interesting. So I, I mean, I guess that article we just kind of skimmed through had the same kind of opinion I did um, where it just came in at a high price point. And I think that this is one of those things where the, uh, their technology was ahead of everyone else. Oh, and yeah. now a lot of all, a lot of the other, the, like the, the softwares and all that, they're catching up with them and becoming more accessible with them. But speaking, speaking of, of new technologies, catching up with the, the mainstream like it seems more like old technology some oldies all right so something big happened yesterday or a few days ago if you're listening to this uh whenever it drops uh the super bowl happened did big you game. actually watch the, the game, big game at all yeah i watched the whole game 
I, I fell asleep with in the fourth quarter. Um, I it, woke up with two minutes left. Well, you woke up at the right time. I woke up when the Rams made their final touchdown. Yeah, that's about the right time. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but if you got to see the uh, the halftime show, there was a lot of discussion about that. Scott got his phone blown up about something very specific uh, in the halftime show. Why don't you tell us about that, Scott? Yeah, so there was a number. So, so one of the first things to really kind of I found interesting was this is a a performance of the 90s and 2000s artists in hip hop and rap and they had a live band i think that's significant Ooh. in its own right was the band live or did they have a live live-ish li- live performers they had live performers but they were plugged in i don't think we were hearing them though. and they did some remix i i wouldn't be surprised if they were lip-syncing that but i bet you they no, all no, recorded I, that earlier. i believe yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that they they did like most everyone i think the only artist that kind of got away with it was prince because he's prince but all the instruments were pre-recorded vocals were live i believe so are or they definitely had some help i remember but red hot chili peppers definitely lip-synced when they were there like a few uh, years ago so the i believe the the common thing is instruments are pre-recorded vocals are live and there's probably a backing track already for the vocals. There's already. a heavy, yeah. There's probably a heavy backing track ready to go just in case, because it is the one of. The, I mean, it's the game, and this is probably one of the every year the most watched concerts well, or live performances. They deploy um, a stage in two minutes. Yes, you can't sound check. You can't do all those kind of things. Right. Um, I've met. I've. I met and chatted with uh, the company that does the sound system for that every year. They literally just roll out a sound system onto like on Mm -hmm. carts. It's pretty crazy what they do and how they have to deploy it. And they, you know, there's, there's no time to screw around, you know, but anyway, so there's a live band and throughout it, there's a guitar player who had a few unique guitars, but one particularly caught a lot of attention during Eminem's performance because this dude showed up with a chromed out, prs silver sky it was a silver silver sky the silver silver sky so i had a chrome guard silver chrome silver paint and apparently yeah. uh prs made it specially just for him i imagine this, this yeah. performance yeah uh that was uh, here's the thing so this would the, the whole this whole halftime show while they have other artists was focused on dre dr dre he was he was the main artist and mm-hmm. then he had all these other people who have worked with him in the past um or are from like that era except for kendrick lamar that's the weird one that just kind of came out of nowhere um i felt like they had is he not on dre's label he might be i don't know but i'm just talking about like all right so here's the artists that were uh on we had uh dr dre mary j blige snoop dogg eminem 50 cent which people weren't really expecting and kendrick lamar so the whole thing is, is all these are artists that dr dre's had a hand in making helping or producing um and i feel like kendrick lamar was just thrown in there to kind of keep it relevant to people who are younger than us um granted like but the whole thing is is eminem has been relevant um so that that helps i mean snoop dogg's still relevant look at all the stuff he's done not just as a rapper but as an entertainer of you know all around um and then dre dr dre has been like his hand has been on so much stuff well and he's la music right he is he is west West coast Coast rap i mean that is right so 
that was also significant. I was actually, I made a bet with a friend or that I was watching the game with. And I was like, how much you want to bet Snoop comes out in a Raiders jersey and gets in trouble? Because that was LA Raiders era was back when they were coming up. So was that when they were LA? Yep. Okay. Um, well, yeah, but they were from, they weren't from LA. They're from, they're from like Oakland area, weren't they? Who? They're from, I mean, they're from, uh, they're from Compton, Compton, which is East LA. Is it East LA? I don't know. We're not 60 cycle hum. This isn't a California podcast. (laughs) Fine. But yeah, I, I I will say this. I love the, I like, I love this halftime show. I thought it was really well done. I loved how they just kind of like brought out the houses as the staging the i thought that was really cool the what did you have you not watched this performance i did no i thought you said housed is houses like, what like it's houses. these little houses i want to i'm gonna i want to pull up the instant replay and see if you sorry i was i, I mean your internet, your internet's been going in and out so you i might have oh yeah that's what you. it is that what's the time stamp right now so i can listen to this <laughs> later uh, I'm in I'm in measure mode, so I can't tell you. All right, what what measure are we on? <laughs> I'll be counting this stuff out. Um, all right, all right, all right. He said measure five hundred seventy-seven. One, two, three, four, two, two. All right. So um, anyway, but, I I will just say, Chrome guitars are have some history when you think back to like Joe hot. Stratriani trying to get that going. Um, Joe, what? Okay, Satriani, Stratriani. Me. What did I Satriani? say? Satriani. Satriani. I'm I'm so, wrong. All right, moving on. So, Okay, so yeah, because Joe had his Chrome Boy um, that like that was... peeled. It like it did not hold together. Mm-mm, no, it didn't. Um, Joe's, uh, I love Joe. I love Joe Satriani so much. Um, but yeah, Chrome Boy. Uh, he, but but they they fixed it. Um, he he's had quite a few guitars, but yeah, Chrome guitars is not something that's never been done before. It's just not common. They're really hard to. The biggest thing. So even Joe Satriani said is keeping it clean. It's tough, mm-hmm. like because it'll show fingerprints as yeah. soon as you touch it. Um, it also adds weight. Like his is like, I don't know if this silver silver sky was just painted, but I'm pretty sure like Joe Satriani's was like chrome dipped. I don't. I think I don't think it was just painted. I don't know, but it, given that PRS was so quick to like share it on Instagram, like the minute the super. The, the halftime show was over. It was online. Um, well, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure they're kind of expecting it. I mean, this is oh, it's a PR push be, for them. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure this has to be one of the, if not the most watched halftime show live. Uh, maybe I. So an interesting thing is I don't think anyone really got paid. No, no one ever gets paid for the halftime show. Yeah, you have to you have to pay to get in the halftime show. Really? Yes. Yeah. No, that's known fact. Oh, no one gets paid to do it. They all, every artist who's ever done it. I mean, well, their label probably pays it, but yeah, you got to pay to play there, which is why it's always kind of, um, established acts. Yeah. Yeah. It's always big name acts because, and that's the thing, this right here. Um, I, I know at one point they had a tour that had a lot of these artists on it, but you can probably, you're probably going to see a tour soon. This, this was a push for something this is Very going to be the counter to the when we were young festival oh when we were gangsters <laughs> dude Still i got love for the streets that's, the that's what it's going to be called oh my gosh 
just it was it was a great show i i i think it's probably my favorite halftime we we if you want to you can go check and we actually put like did a whole we went through the whole list of halftime shows didn't we at one point maybe yes no there was an episode it was one of our was it like right after was it right after uh maroon 5 did theirs i can't that seems like when we would have done that um but uh let's see we got to wrap this up i've got to go do some stuff and things so this is probably my favorite halftime show uh prince close second um this one probably takes it just more because like i love prince and prince is a phenomenal performer but this just hit kind of the whole all right so one of my first albums i ever owned was snoop dogg's doggy style because my dad had like the columbia house thing he was like pick some albums because he just kept changing like his name he was just he was one of those people <laughs> like that like kept getting the like five cds for a dollar and then just like dipped on him i guess i don't know but um uh yeah he was like pick out an album i was like oh that looks cool <laughs> and i i got that one sent to me and it was totally the unedited version and i had to hide it hmm. and so i could listen to it um or I'm pretty sure it was doggy style. I remember Lady Gaga's was actually really good. Yeah. Beyonce's was yeah. really good. Oh no, it was it was totally doggy style that I had. Um yeah, no, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying okay. Prince I, is I definitely would, up there, yeah. This is probably I mean, this is my Paul McCartney's favorite. was really good. Yeah. And I love Paul McCartney. Like, listen, like super duper love Paul McCartney. But there was just something about the show. That was like it, it was all the hits. It was just rock. Uh, remember U 2s yeah, Way back in, that was like uh, in its heyday. That was twenty. Okay. That was two thousand two. Yeah, that was pretty. That good. was like peak U two. They played "Beautiful Day." And streets it's have no a name. Beautiful day. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. I feel like we should do another episode where we just rate halftime shows. On a scale of one to seven, should that be the? Maybe that should be the challenge in the the group for the week. I uh, top five favorite halftime shows. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. Set that up. All right, guys, why don't you go to the group? Check that out. We're gonna start. We're gonna start a thread talking about your top favorite halftime shows. What about nineteen eighty four when the University of Florida and Florida State University marching bands performed? We're oh, not boy. gonna read the list again. We did oh, this boy. before. I promise we've done this before. Okay. <laughs> go go to facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. If you go to the effects loop.com, it's got all of our links to our Instagram, our YouTube, our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the effects loop, because this episode was brought to you by our Patreon supporters. Big shout out to all you guys who helped keep the money flowing. Uh, if you. <laughs> keep the pennies a rolling um, <laughs> moreover just keep the show afloat <laughs> just yeah that's it keep the show f- give us a little reason to do this let's give them something to talk about all right guys for the effects loop i'm diaz i'm scott and we'll see you next week bye bye
dictionary Why is negativity always drawn out? Pictionary Visualize love Energize lives together, together We undefeated A plan to make well, there's no gloves needed When we weed into the mindset of achieving And believing in a community that remains happy Then the actor, the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. Motherfuckers want to act like they forgot about Dre. Yeah, yeah, that's our exit song. Ooh, ooh. One, I wonder if we'll get YouTube for that. They're like, oh damn, that was way too good. They're like, we got to take it down. Probably not. No, no, definitely not. All right, well, I'm going to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. See ya. <laughs> See ya.